It's Mike's with Mike's quarterly podcast. You win every quarter these days because there's so much demand. <laughs> yeah. We're just lame. We just don't get together very often. Nope. Mike's a busy guy. I don't think he likes me very much, but that's not true. It's just called being busy. Being busy. Busy, busy, busy. My free time is at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> Pull off at 10 o'clock on, on the old Google Hangout. That would work. I could do that. I could do that easily. Yeah. We should do that, actually. Okay. We're coming at you live. Not really. But we're live right now from a hot ass garage. We we'll usually do the podcast. In the middle of a heat wave in Indiana, which means it's also really fucking humid. Yes. So if you're in air conditioning, thank your lucky stars. Duh. <laughs> Did you see. Uh, who won the World Cup? Or who really gives a shit? Uh, wasn't France winning? France won 4-2 to two in the highest scoring World Cup since 1966. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't either. I just read that right before we started. So. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, I was happy, like, like Croatia won and beat England and stuff like that. I thought it was funny because everybody's giving Croatia shit. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, this is good. Because, like, some small countries, like, actually, like, you know, yeah. doing something. And I, I loved all the, the stupid shit people were putting up. Like, they were, they, people were just putting up dumb crap. And I'm just like, whatever. But no one cares about soccer in America. We no. pretend to care every four years. That's about it. I tried to get into soccer a long time ago. I, I played a little bit as a kid, and I just didn't like it. Because I sucked at it. So, like, of course, as a kid, you know, if you suck at it, you're not really going to be too right involved in it. And it sucked, and I sucked at it, and I'm like, eh. and then I tried watching it for a while. It's rough. And I just, I, I don't know. It's just, it's not enough scoring. Well, not even that. You know, the people will bitch. You know, well, you know, because like I'm a big baseball fan, right? You know, so like I'm like, people are like, well, baseball is really fucking boring and stuff like that. But baseball's a little bit different of a game than soccer, like how it is. You know, like no. I, I don't know. I just, I see these guys running around on a field kicking the ball around in soccer and there's just, it seems to me there's just not a lot going on. I just, I don't know, I just, it just doesn't, it's just me personal thing, it just does not do it for me. Sure, it's pretty nuanced, I never really took the time to really learn. I used to know a bit about soccer, but. Mm. Yeah. And it's just too low scoring for my taste. I mean, even baseball has more runs and most of the time. Hockey is on a much smaller surface, so it's a much more exciting, a lot, lot more sh- well, uh, hockey buzzes around shot a lot. opportunities. There's a lot more shots. It's a, it's a lot quicker of a game, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's on ice and the guys. And then in, in hockey, you know, guys are putting each other in the boards and there's big stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess everybody's like, well, what about, the, you know, when people do like leg sweeps or whatever they call it in soccer and stuff like that. And I'm just like... I don't know, man. Well, last couple of times I've tried to watch soccer, you got some guy, he gets kicked in the shins and he acts like he just, you know, shattered his fucking femur or something like that. When he it's called a rolls. tackle in soccer. A tackle, okay, a tackle. <laughs> a tackle, even though I, I wouldn't call it a tackle. But, yeah. You know, and, he, and they, I don't know, it just didn't make much sense to me, so. No, I do know that if you do slide at the person, you make contact with the ball first, then it's completely legal. If they fall over the ball and shit, that's their fault. Well, of you course, they're going to stay on the ground for three minutes fucking crying and bitching. Well, that's, that's my thing, yeah. You know, you're like, you're like, really? Really? Like, like, just quit being a pussy. Get up and kick the fucking ball. Uh, you know, they're just all too, there's too much acting, man. Everybody wants a little penalty for every, every little fucking thing. I mean, I've seen some guys. Can you imagine if that went on in hockey? Oh, God. 
about getting their asses kicked. <laughs> yeah, I, I like when people like because in hockey, if somebody tries to overplay something, like the fans are like, "Oh, shut the fuck up!" Yeah, they you actually know. you can get a penalty for that. You know, exactly. Yeah, you can <laughs> for like trying to embellish it or whatever it is. You know, in a lot of sports, but for some reason, in soccer they like their embellishment. You know, I'm just like, yeah. You can probably get penalized in soccer if you do it too much. You're like you're getting one of these cards. Yeah. You're getting a yellow card. Yeah. I do know that a yellow card is a warning, and then if you get a red card, you're out of the game. And then back in the day, if you got a red card in high school, you were out for the next game, too. I don't know if that was a coach thing or like a, a league thing. I don't know. Poor sportsmanship. Poor sportsmanship. I don't think the soccer coach of the high school I went to really gave a shit. I just he, he, was, he was eating. Eating? Yes. Jim Eaton, good dude. Good dude. Oh, his last name was Eaton. Yes, yes. I'm like, I'm like... Eating, I'm like, what was he eating? <laughs> he was eating a sandwich. It's <laughs> no. like, what, does he sit over there eating hosts? It's the Jimmy Eaton, man. It's Jimmy, Jimmy Eaton. Good dude, good dude. Good soccer player. His brother Ty, not so much of a good dude. Total, <laughs> total asshole. No, I'm kidding. Love you, Ty. I'm well, pretty cool. sure that neither of them listen to the show, so I think we're in the clear. I don't know either of them, so I can't say much. Yeah, they're good guys. If you went to Wheeler, you'd know them. Yeah. There were soccer jocks that liked the party. Just speaking of sports, mm-hmm. Cubs were in first place going into the All-Star break. In the uh, best record in the National League, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they uh, won last night. I saw that. I think they won, like, I didn't stay for the six last to, inning, but it was a little. To, no, they put up 11. That's right. It was 11. It was 11 to 6. That's what it yeah. was at the end. That's right. That's right. I was thinking the other one was, like, 6 to 5. I think they were up 8-4, and then Javi hit a three-run shot. Offense has been kind of producing lately. I really mm-hmm. couldn't, you know, but it's not from the big guys, like a lot of the big Yeah, guys Rizzo's just know. been god-awful. Yeah. Uh, but he had a hit last night, and he had that, uh, the game-tying uh, yeah. RBI the last game. I think that's what it was. I don't, yeah. I don't have TV anymore. And Brian, so. well, I mean, Brian came back from injury and stuff like that, and he was, he'd been kind of in and out this season and stuff. Yeah. And, uh, Hayward looks a lot better this season. Looks a lot, lot better this yeah. season. Maybe it'll all come together. Um, you know, like I said, Javi's been pretty good. Contreras has been good. Contreras has been good. Hap's actually been when he's played. He's been putting up some, you know, put batting in some runs and slugging the ball. He's got 11 home runs or whatever it is. Yeah, I think he had like 50 yards. Three or four runs last shit. night. Yeah. So he's doing pretty good for a young guy. Uh, Maybe it's all coming together at the right time. You know, pitching's been a little, uh, I don't, yeah. I, you know. Shaky. I mean, okay, I give, I'm going to give Hendricks a pass yeah. because he just came back. And Hendricks' this season, I mean, even when he, like, in the beginning when he was, he was having a hard time, like, for the first inning or two of the game. He'd let up most of his runs. And then he'd get in his groove. Yeah. And then you couldn't hit him for five fucking right. innings afterwards. But, like, he's had this bad problem where he's come in and, like, like let up runs early and then like then gets in his groove he's not like where he used to just come out and not let up runs right. you know type of thing ever right. so i don't know maybe that's just because he's been hasn't been playing solid all season you know yeah he'll be too. fine man he'll get oh i'm game. not i'm not saying that lester looks great this season so far yeah i think, I think uh, the cubs have a playoff in their future barring yeah. some oh, massive yeah. energy injuries and you know, darvish looks like crap um well yeah i didn't like that from the get-go Thought they were overpaying him, but what? What the hell do I know? Just the injury scared me, but I like, I like everything he's done in the league. It's just the the injury. Yeah, is what scared me. Katana is like just not very good right now. Like, he has a game where he's good, and then he has like other games where he's really not good. Uh, 
Montgomery when he was he's been starting and stuff like that has been pretty fucking solid actually for somebody who wasn't supposed to really do much of anything. Yeah. About Chatwood. <laughs> <laughs> well, well Chatwalk. Yes, yes, yes. He's been terrible. If he could get it together though, if he could find his location, he'd be the picture. Well, for as much as we've put up for him and stuff like that. I think, we'll, I think we'll be just fine. I, oh, do I think we're going to the first round, probably go to the NLCS again? I, I honestly, I think that's going to happen. Because I can't see anybody in the NL who is, like, unfucking stoppable you know, or unbeatable. What or, team would you not want to play? Um, Atlanta. I would not want to play the fucking Dodgers. Unless they give us Rich Hill back for that, that series. Atlanta. Atlanta? Yeah. We've had a hard time with Atlanta this season. Who do they got over there this year? They got Greg Mannix and Tom Glavin over there. Yeah. And Smoltz and uh, Chipper Jones. They got, they got something going on they got over Gary there. Gary Sheffield still. They, they, they creeped out of nowhere. Yeah, they haven't been. Yeah, considering how much. I mean, they won their fucking division every year out of my childhood. So. Yeah, you know. They've been rel- relatively non existent for the past several years. Yeah, between, between like 89 and what, 96 or whatever it is, they just... They, they won, won their division like... Seven years in a row? At least 10 years in a row. Was it at least 10? And then they, they won only one World Series out of the whole game. Yeah. Well, they sucked in the playoffs. They are always terrible in the playoffs. You're a good team though, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love the pitching staff with all those guys out there. You know, I mean, you couldn't... Yeah? You know, I used I, to really like Gary Sheffield too, even though from what I hear about Gary Sheffield in his personal life, he might not like me. Yeah. I mean, I liked, I, I was like Maddox. I was like Maddox. Maddox oh, was a classic. Of course, of course you like Maddox. Um, I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tom Glavin. Glavin. Um, Johnny Smoltz. Smoltz. What was the other one? Um, Steve Avery? Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to remember. It's been, it's been so long. I didn't keep up with them too, too much, but, you know, like I said, I was, I was respecting their pitching staff. It was always a... Yeah, it's always a treat to watch them. You know, like I said, even if you didn't like the team, man, those guys could just pitch. And the management, just, man. Yeah. Is that Bobby Cox? Is that who that was? That dude always rocked back and forth the whole fucking game. <laughs> I know. Well, I know Cox. Yeah, I mean, with Bobby Cox, I just I remember. I don't know. I remember him rocking. But. Oh, he likes to rock. I want to rock. <laughs> oh, not to drastically switch subjects, but I listened to a podcast with Dee Snyder recently. Really? Yeah. He seems like a... Is that them? I want to rock? Yeah, that's them. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah, he was an interesting guy. Seemed like an egomaniac, but whatever. Yeah, I have nothing else to say about that. He's just a weird fucking dude. I, uh... uh what's it called? No, just yeah. Be, oh, uh, um, Cardinals manager got fired. Yeah, I saw that. Matheny got the can. That's good. Good for them. Yeah. Maybe Dexter will be happier now over there. Or he was having some problems with old Matheny. Well, I think a lot of people. A lot of people, I guess, were having problems with Matheny. Yeah, he's Rusa. I, I guess I guess the rats coming out of the bat. You know, the rats are kind of jumping ship over there and stuff. And there's a lot of shit all of a sudden because it was a quiet, like closed knit thing. People weren't talking much, and then there was that Dexter Fowler thing coming out, and the people were like, "Oh, they're not talking," and all this shit like that. And I'm like, "Okay, whatever." And then, like, come to find out, there's just a lot of problems going on there with Matheny. Man, they they fell off. That's good. That's great. Fuck the Cardinals. Yeah. I always need the Packers to fall off. 
Dude, well, just the Cubs have the Bears have to have a good team. Somebody else has to be good. Well, oh, the Vikings won it last year, right? Yeah, but that's just, that was like a. The only reason they won shit was because uh, Rodgers got hurt. Really, I mean, come on, let's be honest. Yeah, one could make that argument because the Packers suck without Rodgers. They do suck without Rodgers, and Minnesota was was one sided. They were one sided. They were a defensive team. That's great. That's fine. They had a great defense, but that's all they fucking had. They had yeah. nothing else. You know, and it wasn't going to get them very far. Like, a lot of times you'll see a defensive team, they have, like, a really strong run game, per se. You know, like, right, like a really, right. you know. And Bears, you know, in the past, have been a perfect example. Right, you know, or even, like, a look at, like, Baltimore that one year, you know, type of thing. Or, uh, you know, you just look at some of the powerhouses, the Steelers, you know, some of the past Steelers seasons, you know, where they were really good. I mean, the later ones, the newer ones, they had a... They have a good balance, you know. They had a good yeah. defense. They had a good offense, passing and running game, you know. And that's those usually the teams that are going to win it the most, or the balanced teams, you know, type of thing. I hate when people say defense wins championships. It's like no balanced team wins championships, but yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, you look at a lot of the powerhouse teams. I mean, shit. Look at the, the Redskins back in the '80s. You know, I mean, they had that one guy, that one running back. What was his name? What was it '87 or '88 when they won? Uh-huh. He ran for like. One season he ran for like eighteen hundred yards, and then no. he was never heard of again. And he was fucking terrible. Yeah, I'm trying to think of who you're talking about, but they had like a third string quarterback, and they just kept handing it off to that guy. And then everybody's like, "Oh, he's the second coming to Christ." And then he ended up being a nobody after that season. I don't remember his name. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I just that's what um, I think with Minnesota was. I was like, okay, you can prevent guys from scoring, but you can't do shit. Yeah, they didn't have a very strong offense. Yeah, they, got third, they got a third-string quarterback, you know, throwing yeah. the ball around out there. They got a, uh, what's his name, from Washington now, right? Kirk Cousins. Yes, yes. yes. They get a viable NFL quarterback now. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see if we do. I, I love when people say this. I, you know, the older I get and the more I watch football, I hear people say, well, they got a viable NFL quarterback. There's like five in the NFL. There's five really, really good quarterbacks. Like, but that's the thing. They're the only five viable quarterbacks. Everybody else is suspect, and you know, I mean, I mean, really, let's be honest. When you have a quarterback, you either want a good quarterback or you don't have anything really at all. I guess, so to speak. You know, you want a guy who's consistent, who's always going to put up numbers, who's always going to be on the ball and stuff like that. Or you get a guy like you know, yeah. I mean, look, we had. Uh, uh, Cutler, okay? For Christ's sake, everybody, oh, Cutler's just got him. I got so fucking tired of all the years, you know, oh, Cutler's going to have this breakout. Cutler's going to this. Cutler, look at all the potential he has. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see some of it. Let's see it. Let's see it in action. You see that with a lot of guys, and that's why I get tired of it, like football, you know, or you get the guy who has one fucking year, you know, and then... You know, I mean, and a lot of guys have, like, that one year where they it's just a huge really good, contract. You know, and then they get this, yeah, big thing, and then they just never fucking show up ever again. Yeah, you know? yeah Matt Flynn to the Seahawks for lots of money. Gets beaten out by Russell Wilson. Yeah. You know, All because he had six touchdowns against one team in fucking garbage, a fucking garbage game, pretty much. You know, I remember all the, the RG3 hype, you know, for a while there with the Redskins and stuff with that. And that, you know, look what happened with that kind of shit. And I've seen all the hype with this guy, you know, and I don't know if Redskins got bought up a handful of times. But, uh, 
you know, all these other guys. But really, at the end of the day, you've, uh, you really only have a few guys who are going to be considered consistent every goddamn season that you know they're going to come out there, they're going to throw. Even on a bad season, they're better than average quarterbacks. You know, yeah. I mean, you got Roethlisberger, you got Brady, you got the Manning boys, you know. I mean, yeah, uh, I don't know if I count them in that equation. I put Drew Brees in there for sure. You know, Drew Ball, Drew Brees. Aaron um, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. You know, like I said, you got those handful of guys, and then that's all you have. Soon, soon Mitch Mitch will be in that conversation. Uh, you know, <laughs> like I said, the proof's in the pudding, and uh, we don't have any pudding yet. It's still in the package. They're making it right now. You know, yeah. Just add That's it too close to Cosby for me. Do, do they have to boil this one, or is it just the instant shit? It's just the instant shit. Okay. I hope it is. So, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I, I want to see... I want to see something. We'll see. It'll be good or bad football. I mean, I'm excited. I think the kid could be pretty good. Could, you know, like I said, I want to see some consistency. That's what I want to see. He's going to have some weapons this year, so that'll yeah. be nice. Yeah. He should have plenty of weapons. So we'll see how this new offense works. We'll, we'll, we'll see. I'm excited about the coaching changes. Yeah. Just like that way. Well, I mean, what wasn't it? Uh, what, what, Green over there in uh, Kansas City. What the hell's his name? The quarterback. AJ or Al- Alex? Alex. Al- Alex Smith. No. I'm, Alex. Alex I'm, th- Smith. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Uh, Green. Denny Green, who was the old. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's dead now. You know, rest his soul. But. But I mean, he. Uh, he looked a lot better under this guy's Tuli Edgar coaches, our current coaches, uh, offense. Well, player. that was that so, was that was until and he um, didn't have a fucking touchdown to a receiver all fucking year one year. Well, then, but then he looked good until um, the playoffs. Uh, what's his name took over in the whole play Andy? calling? Uh, yeah. Mr. Reed. Until Reed took over the whole thing, and then, uh, uh-oh. I don't know if that was ever confirmed. Was it if he was actually calling the plays or yeah, not? Or? I think it was. I think a lot of people selected. Why would you do that? Because what bravado. Andy Reed is, like, one of those guys who thinks he has to control everything. He's like a Mike Holgram. He's like one of those guys, you know, they want to control things from top to bottom. Yeah, he's really never won anything. Been no. very successful. A very successful coach as far as winning percentage. In he had all those good seasons in Philadelphia, but then never won shit. Then they won a Super Bowl after he was gone. Yeah. You know, uh, where else was he? He was in. Uh, where did he? Where did he go in between Kansas City and Philadelphia? I can't. Remember. There was somewhere he was before Philadelphia too. Oh, he, did he coach in the Packers organization? Uh, he was from that Packers organization. Yes. But I don't know if he was a head coach there. I think he was like a no, he was like an assistant coach. Yeah, he was like a coordinator or something, I think. Anyway, fuck all that. Back to the World Cup. No, no fuck that even more. Too bad. Too bad us Americans don't appreciate the world sport. We've got our own fucking sports. Man. I don't know. We're doing a good job pissing everybody off. That's kind of awesome lately. What do you mean? Trump, man. I'm fucking loving it. He's talking trash to the EU like it's going out of fucking style. I am so loving it. Like, it's like, hilarious. But like, I like the fact that he's calling them out on their bullshit. I love the fact he's calling... No, because you know what I hate is in politics, and this is why... this is. I don't agree with a lot of stuff he does. I just... I don't. But I love the fact that he will just call... He doesn't sit there and try to sugarcoat and be... Diplomacy is dead. Okay, diplomacy has gotten us nowhere. It's gotten us a bunch of media core bullshit and the, 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 the 
dumb grind situation where we're trying to appease everybody all the fucking time. And it's gotten us into this quagmire of just mediocrity. And he's just like telling them, he's like, you're all a bunch of fucking fools over here doing your stupid, you're, you're, you're sitting here pointing fingers at all these people and you're doing all this shit, but yet you're doing even worse kind of stuff. You know, like he's just sitting there talking trash to them and I'm just like, fucking great. Like Merkel, you know, Merkel's sitting there burning her whole own country down with their fucking immigrant fucking problems and stuff like that. And, you know, and she's talking shit about the U.S. and their border shit or this and that and our trade this and our this and that. And did you hear about what he did with her to her at the at the what was it the G nine or whatever it is or G eight or whatever the number changes every year because they decided to kick somebody out or yeah something. whatever fuck ever yeah whatever it's a bullshit committee he at one point took two starbursts because I guess the guy compulsively eats fucking starbursts you oh, know Jesus. type of thing yeah <laughs> and this is why I like him too because he's like he's like a human no he's like a fucking human like yeah. they, so you see he like he likes his Kentucky Fried Chicken it's like fuck you I'm eating some funyuns right. He yeah. likes his Kentucky Fried Chicken and his fucking Starburst and his Coke. You know what I'm saying? Is I'm like, okay, you're a human being. You know, so I mean, you, you get points. You get points. You're not one of these robotic it's assholes. A good representation of America, then. Yeah, as far I, as his I'm, diet. I'm fine with that. But he took two Starbursts out of his pocket, threw it on the table in front of her, and said, "Don't ever say I never gave you anything." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Well, hopefully, he gave her the lemon ones, which suck ass." Oh come on, dude. <laughs> lemon over cherry any day, bro. Oh God! I just I thought it was funny, yeah. And then he was just over there. He called the EU our worst enemy this uh, yesterday, and I'm just like, yeah, you're probably right about that. Man, shaking um, things up, huh? Oh, I love it. I, I like the shake up. You know, whether it's right or wrong, I like the shake up. I think he'll get reelected. Yeah. 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 I, I don't like the like. Just I'm not. I, I'm not going to say it's a hundred percent, but I think he will. I think you know the Dems. The Dems have. They're they're they're, they're pulling a, another. <laughs> Um, they're, they're either going to get some ultra-socialist in there who uh, is going to sit there and talk about wealth redistribution and that isn't going to make a whole lot of people very happy. Or, you know, I mean, they're going to pull some, you know, Bernie Sanders-like tar. And, you know, for as much as I like Could Bernie Sanders... Could be Sanders, Bernie. What? Could be Bernie. No, they will never let Bernie run. No? No. They, they literally sodomized him with a broken broomstick in the last election. They're not going to let him know. They don't like him. They don't well, like him. Because I, I will give Bernie, as much as I don't like Bernie, okay, because he has no clue how the world works, right? He's this, he's lived in a bubble all his life, and he's kind of a tard. He's this old tard socialist who doesn't really understand economics or anything like that. What I do give him credit for is he talks about getting rid of a lot of corruption and shit like that. I'm cool with that stuff. That's why they didn't let him run. You know, well, but see, and that was part of the problem. As much as Bernie has his flaws, he has his right stuff. You know what I'm saying? Is right. he has his stuff where he talks about, you know, we need to get rid of this crony stuff with the banks. We need to get rid of this cronyism and corruption with this and stuff like that. Okay, Bernie, you're right. But the problem with it is, is you also have a massive flaw. Your socialist policies that will never get you elected and never get you anywhere because people who have worked hard with their money and made money and worked hard with their life. Do not want their shit taken away or their taxes jacked up because you feel a bunch of fucking clowns who sit on their ass and collect welfare all day need more money. No, I'm sorry. Just, you're not going to get people to fucking buy for that, you know? Mm -hmm. um, especially the people who have worked their way up from the bottom are going to be le less apt to want to give up anything. You know, they're like they climbed out of the ghettos or climbed out of the impoverished areas or the poor family and made something of themselves. They're going to be like, fuck you, I worked hard. Why should I give my money to the people that I was directly involved with who all they did was sit on their ass 
and do nothing and complain that, oh, the world's against me. Well, you don't do anything, so how can it be against you, you know? I mean, so yeah, Bernie's got that massive, that, that thing on that. Then they got that crazy-ass girl who's already a fucking bullshitter and a half there in New York who's a culture socialist, Bernie, young Bernie, female 2.0. 20-something? Yeah, she's, yeah. A, she's a fucking nut job. Free this, free that. How are you going to pay for all that? That's New York's problem. No, she wants to get on the, the, the she wants to get on the federal side. I know, I know. I mean, here's the thing too. What they don't underrealize is, is we also we already have this big elephant in the room called twenty trillion dollars worth of debt. How are you gonna pay for anything when you're already twenty trillion dollars in debt? You can't float it anymore. You, I mean, I almost want them to institute these policies just so it'll just make things just go really fast and the fucking crap out. Nah, can't can't wish for things like that, man. You know? Gotta wish for prosperity. Don't be like Bill Maher, who said he wanted to wanted the fucking to go into a recession just to get rid of Trump. Oh, I don't. I mean, I'm just saying this is that it, I just don't think people are ever going to learn unless the uh, shit is a fan. Do their own experiment in New York first. I mean, because you look at states like Venezuela and shit like that. You know, come on, that was supposed to be posted socialism. You know, come on, you know, look at it. people are eating fucking cats and crap down there. And your cat's quite good. And they can't even buy toilet paper. People who can't wipe their asses and they're eating cats. Jesus. You they know? should get bidets, man. That would take care of that. I don't think they have water. I think, I think all the, the, the water, I mean, they're running out of, they can't keep their electricity going, their oil production. Venezuela has the largest oil reserves in the world. They have the largest oil reserves in the world. Tell me that governments are bad at running large-scale programs sometimes, or almost all the times. What should be an example is the government is the largest organ. The U.S. government is the largest, largest organization in the world. It is the largest. It takes in the most money, spends the most money, organ, you know, unit entity in the world, and it is twenty trillion dollars in debt and can't really do anything right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Know. Yeah, I don't agree. want them yeah. running anything else. Fair assessment. No, stay away. Goodbye. There needs to be certain regulations and things, but I think in most cases, free markets will sort themselves out. Here's the thing with free markets is with competition is one company fails, another company fails, this company fails, that company fails. There's another company who does it better who comes in and takes over the slot. Mm -hmm. Okay? With government, when it fails, and since it has jurisdiction to do things at the point of a, at the barrel of a gun, when it fails, everybody's fucked. You can't just go to the next person over. You're fucked. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's why I always, like when people talk about socialism, socialized healthcare and stuff like that, listen, I just got done battling a fucking hospital and an insurance company for a goddamn year over a $3,500 bill. Fine. But you know what the fuck thing is? I don't have to go back to Loyola. I don't have to do this. I don't have to do that. I can switch companies. I can do these different things. If I had to do that battle was between a state-run hospital and the state-run fucking uh, funding kind of thing, yeah. you go nowhere. You get fucked. Yeah. You know? And the government makes it where the insurance company have a hard time with the whole Obamacare thing with all these. And, and not just that. There were regulations going back to the 70s where, like, you know, you can't buy from an insurance company in, like if you live in Illinois, you can't buy from an insurance company in Indiana, you can't purchase insurance there, which is kind of stupid, because that actually defeats the interstate commerce clause 
you know, type of thing. Like they actually like are. They should take that up against the Supreme Court and say really? you can't do that because to me that seems to like violate one of the. That's not even in the fucking. That wasn't even the Bill of Rights. That was in the goddamn Constitution itself, and it's stating it's there to regulate trade, like like unrestricted trade between the the states. states. Yes. So you're telling me I can't go buy this product in another state? Why? That should be up. You know, I mean. So you have to go. You have to purchase from blue. Like so, when I had to go through this thing, I had to do Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Indiana. Then it had to go. Then it had to be transferred to Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Illinois. But that was just by proxy to then deal with the hospital in Illinois to then come back and with the blue cross. So I'm like, why can't you know get rid of these regulations and let insurance companies kind of pop up like car insurance companies or right. something like that? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where I can buy car insurance out of Illinois, Michigan, this little company. I mean, you want to go budget? You can go buy from the general. You know, type of thing. You want to go. You want the good stuff. You <laughs> also, a sponsor go, of the show. You know, right? You want to go. You know, they may not pay your claim. They may always say <laughs> the other person was in the right and you were in the wrong. But you know, that's your choice. But if you want to pay a little bit more and go with a more reputable company or a different mm-hmm. company. You know, if I get pissed off at State Farm, I can go to Geico. I can go to Allstate. I can go to this. I can right. go to that. I can just say fuck you. I can go to whoever I want. State Farm fucked me on a roof claim. I said okay. I switched insurance companies, waited for the next storm, new roof. Yeah. And so that's where, like I said, medical insurance needs to go. I don't like that companies... I don't like how they have it set up where, like, companies don't give you an option. Like, like if they're going to add it as a benefit, like, it's... Here's the thing. Like, where I work at, I'm cheap to employ because I don't go through their insurance thing, right? So, technically... A person who's taking the insurance actually is getting paid more than I am because they're giving like X thousands of dollars a sure, month to the sure, insurance company. Sure. So what they should do is give me that X couple thousands of dollars that I can put towards whatever I want. You want to go with our company and you're going to get paid this much? Yeah. You know, that's fine. But no, instead, you know, you should give me the extra couple thousand dollars that I can put towards my insurance that I want to go to or whatever it is a month, you know, type of thing. I It'd just, be nice, but it's your choice not to take the insurance, and it's their choice not to. No, I understand, I understand that, but I think I think a lot of it has to do with a lot of the regulation and rules and stuff like that. You know, I haven't read too far into that, but I think a lot of it is you know the company gets a tax break or some shit like that. The company gets this. The company's getting something for doing it, keeping it isolated in one thing, and that's done through you know I think sometimes a lot of government regulation and stuff like that. And there aren't many insurance companies because of the government regulations. Yeah. So if people sit there and say, well, you know, we need, we need single payer, um, you know, we pretty much already do kind of have that in a lot of ways. I mean, it's not the utopian socialist single payer type of thing, but right. then again, I don't feel like being in England where I have to wait in line to get my fucking leg fixed at the hospital too, like in England or something like that, or wait six weeks for a surgery that needs to be done in two weeks or going to die. Yeah. And a lot of those countries with socialized healthcare have that problem. And people can sit there and tell me, oh, no, it's not that way. There's just a couple isolated cases. And we talk to a lot of people from that country. The only thing those people really like is the fact that they don't have to worry about insurance. So yeah. they've got this thing where, like, for some reason, some people are willing to give up, like, surviving so they don't have to pay a bill. <laughs> it's not a very good survival instinct. 
Most humans don't anymore. We actually lost a lot of our survival. Oh yeah, because we don't have to worry about shit. Look at look at this. What, what is a fucking bear gonna come up and eat us right now? Fuck no. There ain't no fucking bears in Indiana. I think that's the problem. I think that's why people are so are so fucking stupid. Yes. We don't have a survival instinct anymore. We sit around. Good times create weak people. Yes. Yes. I forgot the old adage, but the complete adage, but you know. Yeah. It does. It does because if you don't have to forage for your food, if you don't have to do this, weak people make for hard times, then. Hard times make strong people. Yeah, and if you if you it's give a cycle. everybody a fucking safety net under everything, you're just you're gonna you know you're asking for trouble. Yeah, yeah, you get you get populations of really stupid, complacent people. You know, social Darwinism is not working. Really. You're saving the idiots. Yeah. Don't you start killing the idiots, Mike? I'm not endorsing that statement. Yeah, me either. I'm sorry about that. I never want to murder anyone, and I never will. I'm just saying, let nature take its course. Yeah, be nice. You want to go play in traffic? It was like when they blocked the Dan Ryan the other day with all those protesters. <laughs> I said, I would, I would say, I would tell them, listen, I'd, be, I'd got this. Maybe if I was like the mayor or whatever the city, you want to go play in traffic? It's your God-given right to go play in traffic, but when a semi runs you over. We have no liability, nor does that semi. You wouldn't play in traffic. Yeah. And I would have just said, go on with your bad self. And I would have told semi drivers, everybody else, you have no liability in this. They want to go, they know they're not supposed to be playing in the fucking middle of the highway. Fuck them. Run them over. They have their own little purge there for like people wanting to play in highways. Like, and okay, drivers, you can hit them. People, you can play in the streets. And you're also pissing off. Purge. 12 hours. You're not, you're not pissing off the right people when you have a protest like that. No. You're pissing off. They think they're they're gonna what they see the, the problem with like protesters is oh let's block off the highway or let's block off this or let's block off that and piss the the common folk on then they'll vote for the the politicians who endorse the policies we're against it doesn't really work that way actually you piss them off and they vote against the policies you want because they're like these fucking clowns I don't want to get involved with their stuff I don't want to be anywhere near them they pissed me off they made me three hours late for my Whatever, or they, they, I had a long weekend. I'm trying to take the kids to the water park, and we got there three hours later than we wanted to because they decided to play their little stupid games. And then that protest on the damn line, people are like, well, What's it about? Well, it's protest against violence, okay? But here's the thing those people in those cars aren't shooting up your communities, right. you guys are shooting up your own communities. Go protest in your own community, not the person from Michigan who's driving into Chicago to go spend money in your godforsaken state with its ultra-high taxes. You know? They, they don't care. They got their own problem. Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys are shooting yourselves up. Land. Yeah. You guys are shooting yourselves up over there. That's your problem. Go march in your communities. Go knock down the gang house and, you know, drag them out, you know, and tie them to the back of a car and drag them down the street. I mean, that's what you got to do. I don't know the numbers, but I imagine murders were lower like 15 years ago when there was like the set, like big time projects in Chicago. Yeah, like the Robert Taylor homes. Thousands, thousands. Not saying that that's a good living situation for legit people. We know a lot of non legit shit went on there. I argue it was a lot. I mean, it was illegal for as far as it was done. It was pretty fucking legit, but it's illegal. Or like a Brini Green. And then, and then just the urban sprawl, they just and then it just created a big fucking turf war. 
I think when well, that I think they had it more was, figured out when it was right. all like that. Like you right. get this building, you get that building, yeah. and this and that. You stay out of my territory, I stay out of yours, and now they're fighting for block by block kind right. of thing, rather than, you know, keeping it contained in a lot of those places. Um, the drug, the, 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 you know, especially like the hard, you know, I'm talking shit like, you know, meth and, co- you know. Yeah, but what do you do? I'm sure there was a lot of fucking good people yeah. living in those situations as well, but now they're just living in a similar situation so, somewhere else. But here's the problem, well, exactly, but here's the problem with that too is, is that I don't, I think what we did was we just kind of looked it sounds kind of harsh. We, we, <laughs> oh shit, watch out folks. We let the cancer kind of metastasize. Instead of containing it into its areas, we opened up the gates and we kind of let it out. And we didn't discern between people who really wanted to get out and people who were just blights. Yeah. You know? Um, good people, if they want to get out, I think they, there's... I, I do, I, I mean... It'd be like an exit interview. Be like, all right, well, you seem like a legit good person. We're going to put you up in this part. Of it the should camera. be like an escape from New York type of thing, but there is a gate that you can, you know... Right, like right. A good per- you know, what have you done? And this does sound really harsh, but it's it's not it's it's not untrue. I mean... It's not untrue. I mean, why... You can take a person out of the ghetto, but can you take the ghetto out of a person? Unless they want to remove themselves from the ghetto. Yeah. It's like we've seen our crime rates in, like, a lot of areas here around here go up. How do we take the ghetto out of the ghetto, that, that's a question. You don't. you don't. I think you can. I think you can. Well, I think one major, one thing that would save so many lives would be legalizing drugs. Well, I think in, in a broad... Legalizing drugs, and you know how many fucking jobs that creates? I was just in Colorado, dude. There were so many fucking no, no, bud but, tenders. But, but here's the problem is, I bet you in a city like Denver or Colorado Springs... Here's the problem. Well, there ain't no, not nah, Springs ain't your place. You know, right. <laughs> Springs right. is super conservative. But but I'm saying, well, but there's some areas around there that aren't, that are I'm, ghettoized. I would go, I'd go more north. If you're but, but what I'm saying is, is that even though, no, what I, my thing is, is not about the legalization. It's like, yeah, certain things were legalized, but these people are tribal. It, yeah, the drug trade fuels them in a lot of ways. But it's still a very tribal, it's tribal societies. It's about, I belong to this block. I belong to this group. This is my people's. My I, I agree, but I think you're gonna, you're gonna legalization cut. of drugs coupled with certain programs in neighborhoods. Uh, oh, programs, programs. programs uh, if they're sports. ran right, man, they could be done well. And if there's no fucking, models. the gangs are going to break up if there's no fucking income coming in, man. They're, they're going to go fucking legit. They're going to find something. They're either going to... I'm telling Not you. Not necessarily. I'm saying some people will find something. Some people are just bad fucking people. But a lot of those people will, I think, would go legit. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll go more into prostitution or trafficking or whatever some. it is. I I'm mean, saying it would make a difference. I just, I just I'm not saying it would cure. I, mean, I would say, but there's I would a say, combination of things, and you're probably right. It's not curable completely. I would say in the overall structure, you're probably going to alleviate some of the crime. I, I do agree that if you legalize drugs, you're going to alleviate a, a good population of uh, like violent crime over territory, drug territory yes. per se. And you're going to create jobs as well. You know, many many jobs. One problem you're still going to have is is you're going to have the people, especially on like a lot of the harder drugs, who are you're still going to have a higher percentage of robberies, theft, burglaries, you know, armed robberies, stuff like that, muggings, because these are people who are heavily addicted, who are a lot of times, and, and it's not a it's not a vote for not legalizing, because I don't also believe that. 
Okay, if a person wants to do something to themselves, right? They want they want to smoke crap. Let them smoke crap. I'm okay with that. I don't agree with them. I think it's the dumbest thing they're gonna fucking do. They're gonna burn themselves up. They're gonna shit themselves out. Whatever. But is there, they're not hurting anybody. Now, when they go and hurt somebody, we have laws on the books for burglary and armed robbery and all kinds of shit like that. So then you charge them to the fullest for it or whatever it is. But because people are like, well, if we legalize it, all these things are going to go up. Well, no, they're just not going to go down. You know what I'm saying is, is that kind of stuff's not going to go down. And in these impoverished areas like this, even if they do legalize it, you have a high propensity. I mean, even in, like, I'm not talking just the ghettos. Let's look at the white areas, you know, the trailer parks down south, you know, meth haven, legalized meth. You're still going to have the same amount of meth heads and stuff like that, and they're still going to live like shit, you know. I mean, I just think you, you'll, legal, you'll, you'll alleviate some of the gang violence, probably some of the shooting over territory. I, I don't even think that would still go. No, Mexico a lot. You know? <laughs> Mexico you can make Mexico a much better place to live. Yes, if would. we just legalized all drugs and started fucking selling them here, it would. It would. It would actually benefit Mexico the most. Yeah. I, I really believe that. Yeah, it I would. think so too. Um, you know, we they wouldn't have to come over the border here. They could make their own economy go better because um, they wouldn't have the yeah, triple the cartels, there, man. You know. Yeah. If we start growing the stuff here, okay, fine. We're going to have some poppy fields to grow the opiates for these creepers that want to, you know burn themselves up, you know, it ain't coming into Mexico, you know, the weed, the cocaine, the stuff like that. I mean, you know, if you could just go to Colombia and buy it legitimately now versus right. not, you know. Well, I don't think, where do you think most of the heroin's coming into the country from anyway? Actually, Afghanistan. Yeah, exactly. So it's coming from the problem, US, right? yeah. We're just talking about Mexico. No, I'm, I'm, talking, America, I'm just so. talking the whole spread of drugs, like the whole, the whole spread yeah. in general. A lot, for in the whole conglomerate, most of it's coming over the Mexican border. Right. It, most of the heroin, yeah, it's coming from overseas, right. like over by Afghanistan and stuff like that. I mean, come on, they got gov- U.S. Probably in government plans. U.S. government, no, U.S. <laughs> government protected poppy fields. Mm-hmm. Protected by the military. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, I just, <laughs> I think it would help on certain things. I just don't think you're going to get, yeah, the problem with the, uh, the gang warfare stuff is, is a lot of it has to go back to there's a, there's a hard there's these my tribe your tribe I mean I don't know I think that maybe it's just my golden heart but and, I, and I think more, there's a way to just kind of kill that tribalism by giving them a different different outlet of some sort I don't know man I'm sure I, we don't have any experience growing up together so we're, we're fucking on no, the outside I mean, looking I mean, in so I, I understand that I understand I that, that, but I, I also think one of the two is, is like okay so you got a double edged sword with like impoverishment and the lower the income the more tribalistic people will become Okay, that's that's generally the rule of thumb. The lower the income, they become more tribalistic. So I would say it's a both extremes become like the high end of that. Would they're well, probably pretty they tribalistic a, as well. They live in their own little bubble of classism. Right. It's I'm talking tribalism versus classism is a different, little bit different. I mean, it, it, it right. ties in in like a in, in a way. I understand the difference. But I understand the difference. These people are just highfalutin jackasses that are, live in their own little bubble too. Don't get me wrong, rich people, politicians, stuff like that. They live in their little own bubble. Absolutely. But um, you know, also you got the supreme end of the scale where the, they, these people break up into these little tribal groups in the in the ghettos and, and in the the low income areas. Sure. And it's almost like it's a way to hang on to something. Right, they don't have a whole lot of anything, so they sit there and try to stake their claim because 
they're like, well, we don't have a whole lot of this. Well, but then the problem is these people defeat themselves, right? Okay, so somebody goes to open up a business in these areas. And this is where I think law enforcement should come down on some of these gangs a lot fucking harder. I would actually be okay with temporary, like... Don't say martial law. Not martial law. No, not martial law, but stricter laws on gangs, gang activity and stuff like that. And greater penalties, at least. Greater penalties, at least, right. On that kind of stuff, where um, these people, you know, you see like people, like, okay, let's see, let's see Gary, for example. Somebody opens up, they open up a uh, let's just say it's a electronic store in Gary. Now, nobody in their right mind would open up an electronic store in Gary, but here's the reason why. You nobody in their right mind would open up an electronic store, period. You know, well, <laughs> but let's just, let's just say that, I mean, I'm just saying that there, there's valuable objects. Just say head shop. It won't sound too whatever. racist. But valuable, valuable, <laughs> valuable things that people want. They'll go in there and break. They'll, they'll be out of business in, in a couple months because they'll get robbed so many times. You know, they'll get broken into, stuff gets stolen. People complain about that in Gary all the time. Because insurance rates are so goddamn high to even open up a business in them. They get robbed, they get pillaged. I mean, it's just what it is. And so, these gangs and, and the crime rates of stuff like this in these impoverished areas are self-defeating when they try to bring themselves out of it. Because if they could get an economic system, then people could start working and stuff like that and, you know, getting their things going on. So, it's like... I don't know of a good way to end that. I don't no. know of a good way. I mean, I would say... I think it's a tall order, but there's things that could be done easily right now that could that could curb it. Uh, see, I'm not, I'm not as... Curb it. Maybe slightly. Maybe just slightly. I think you could make a dent at certain You're levels. You're very pessimistic. Let's just it's not that. Say. It's just human nature. Humans are very... Uh, humans are shit, really. I mean, in a lot of ways, they are. Are you quoting Slipknot? People, people equal shit. No, I don't like <laughs> Slipknot. But um, they're just—they're very self. They're self-serving and too driven by emotion. Generally, you know, if people would step back and take a little bit—I'm not saying because to, to have a completely logical approach would make mean just everything sucks. Like that would suck just as bad. But to be able to think things through a couple steps before you do it. Most people don't. Most people don't look more than like five minutes ahead. That's true. Most people aren't playing chess, right? You know. Well, it's not even that. It's just most people don't think of consequences, or or what is what is the full outcome of what I'm going to do. You know, they don't they don't look at that. They look at just oh, it's not going to harm anybody. Okay, maybe not in the next five minutes, but have you looked at the long term? Or I'm going to get mine. You know, you hear people, well, the insurance will cover it, so if I rob this place, the insurance will be covered. Okay, that's fine, but then that person's insurance rate goes up. You've just taken money out of the system. You have not provided any kind of valuable, uh, you've not provided any value. You have just taken money out of the system, therefore you're a drain, and it just makes things harder. I mean... And now you get caught, and now you're even bigger drain. Now you're even bigger drain. you in jail. Right. I mean, so you're, these people don't think about, they just think about the me and now, and then they go, you know, they try to rationalize it away in a very stupid way, you know, why I should be able to do this and it's just not a big deal. Well, no, it is, you know. And then most people just don't, you know, a lot of people who do this just don't fucking care. Yeah. I don't care shit if it somebody. It's all about me. I don't have a good life, so why should anybody else? Well, you could have a good life, but having a good life sometimes isn't easy, but guess what? In the long run, it's easier. It's just not easier on up that front, right. you know. I love people when they talk about their student loans and bullshit like that, you know. 
Or like you hear these kids, my, my nice student loan should be paid for, my stuff should be free. When people want something for free, or people want this or this, that, I assume at $30,000 student loans. Guess what? Mine are almost all paid off. Well, you, you know, you got a job and all stuff like that. Okay, I don't like my job. But you know what it does is it pays the goddamn bills. You also didn't major in women's studies. So. I also didn't pick a major. Like, I actually went into something I really didn't want to do. Like, if I actually did what I wanted to do in life, like, if I just wanted to be what I wanted to do, so I could just be happy and just joyful and do You'd what be I a geologist. Do. No, I would have been a fucking musician. But guess what? I'm going to be pissed goddamn poor. Yeah. Because you are not a very good one, so, yeah. I'm just kidding. Um... No, I mean, you know, I would have went to school. I would have went for jazz studies, and I would have did that. And guess what I would have done? Made shit for money, and I would have been in probably and stuff like that. So if you go unless into... you got really lucky. You know, unless you got really lucky, right. But, you know, you get all these people, you know, I'm going to go into for anthropology. We don't need a whole bunch of anthropologists. Are just you going to teach that later? Because that's about your only route. But we don't, need, we don't even need that many anthropology teachers. There's only so much anthropology to go around. There's only so much demand to go around. I actually tell kids anymore, don't go into programming and stuff like that. Because yeah. it's probably a flooded it's, market. It's flooded, it's dead end. Yeah. I'm prime example, it's flooded, it's dead end. You know, go into something with some you know, a little bit you know, if you're gonna do it, go more to the automation side yeah. of things. Stay out of if you have a mid range intellect, go for a trade and get a minor in business. Yeah. That yes. way you can work your way up, save some money, and then start your own little business. I actually argue we need more fucking plumbers, we need more carpenters, we need more people who can do things with a goddamn yeah, I always say if I could redo it, dude, I would study. I would have studied auto mechanics all throughout high school, went to a tech school afterwards, and then I would have got a minor in business. If I would have, right if, by now, I'd have my own garage. If I would have known now what I do know, like, I probably would have, if I could have turned it around, I would have been an airplane A&P, like an airplane yeah. mechanic, yeah. and then I would have got my pilot's license, I could fly on the side. Go fix airplanes for a living. They make good fucking money. Yeah. They need people. They have to get their hands dirty yeah. and put this stuff together. I probably would have felt better about my job because I'm actually doing something with my hands and banging on a goddamn keyboard in an office in a fucking yeah. collared shirt and a pair of khakis. I think there. I think you could definitely make an argument that the the the, the raise in depression is definitely goes along with raising desk jobs. Yes. Yes. For, especially for men. Especially for men. Yeah. I think I think for men with, with and that it also goes with the decrease in testosterone levels. Because we have a bunch of guys who are sitting at a desk who aren't doing anything. So now we have a bunch of these limp wristed bitches. I mean I see some of the younger guys coming into where I work at. These guys got jeans tighter than them. It's like do you have any nuts even? Because man, those things are as tight as a motherfucker. <laughs> and they walk around like goddamn girls half the time and you're just like you know, and then here's me angry all the time because I'm sitting at a desk. Like, I'm getting driven mad. I feel like I'm getting driven mad. You know, and I'm like, I gotta go do something. I gotta go fucking do something. I should, like I said, if I could do it over again, I would have did something. You get a commercial training. pilot's license, I'll get really, really good at fishing and we'll do really expensive uh, tours. We should. We should. We should, because then I, yeah. Because it's manual, it's doing something, you know, like it's camping. Some, yeah. Man shit. Because I just... I or mean, women. Women are absolutely you know, more than welcome to come on these tours. Yeah, but I mean, it's just... You know, women are more apt to subtle jobs. You know what I'm saying? Like, like less labor-inducive jobs. I think it's actually a detriment to men to not. In general, which can explain why there is a uh, wage gap between the sexes. Not because well, not, no, people I, sitting next to each other are getting paid different. 
I don't that, that just wage, the choice of jobs and wage gap is all about choice hours of jobs. work. It has exactly it has nothing to do with. Well, yeah, everyone, because the person who sits next to me who's a girl gets paid just as much as I do. She does the same goddamn thing as I do. She's worked the same amount of time, and that was before all this. Is she, is she just as good? No. <laughs> My, is that is that because she's a woman or because you're egotistical? Because I'm egotistical. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. <laughs> Are you the best programmer there? No. No. No, I'm not that egotistical. No. Should be. You're not going to go anywhere with that. I feel, I feel I'm better than a lot, but not like the best. I don't think there is such thing as the best in anything. The best? What about the What about the greatest basketball player of all time? <laughs> <laughs> My point exactly. We could argue all day long. I don't think me and you would. No, I still say Jordan. Jordan. All right, argument solved. But that's see, but that's LeBron also something some people will sit there and suck on LeBron's nuts. And I think when my my biggest ding with LeBron is he's a bitch. That's my biggest ding. Yeah, he's a whiny bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think he's a great basketball player. Fuck yeah, that guy's fucking great. But he's a whiny cunt. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like it's like arguing who's the best baseball player of all time. You know, I mean, come on, you know, where do you? How do you, how do you got to go by position there. You know, right, right. Exactly. Unless, see, you're saying, what, unless you're saying see, greatest hitter. That's what I'm saying, you know. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. And even then, people argue that all they want. Greatest two-seam fastball pitcher. <laughs> Jesus, I don't know. Greg Maddox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, at, at, at 89 miles an hour. That's, that's why it was so good, because he could place it so well. It was just up to the umps whether they were going to call those strikes or balls that day. Yeah. Like, if they start calling those balls, you're like, well, we're going to fucking lose today, guys. <laughs> no, but, I, you know, like I said, so, I, like I said, I don't like arguing who's the best. No. There's no such thing. I, people have strengths. I think we just don't exploit people's strengths as well as we should, too. I think a lot of people, I see people at work, you know, they suck at what they do, but I bet you they do something else really good inside the company, or they do something else really good somewhere. Like, you know get, like get you coffee? <laughs> there are some people who do that really well, you know. I mean, there are there are other people. I go to Starbucks. No, I don't go to Starbucks actually. You know, I go to like you son of a bitch. You know, I hate Starbucks. I go to Dunkin' Donuts. I and love they can't Starbucks. Even, they can't even do that right. You know, I mean, you're it's like because you went to Dunkin' Donuts, bro. You need you know? the professionals at Starbucks to make you up a real drink. What you do is you go and get you. A, oh wait, wait. They, oh, that's right. They got that anthropology and gender studies degree to make that coffee, eh? Exactly. Okay. That's where those people were. Yeah, the 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 double D's has all the high school dropouts with more facial piercings than you can shake a stick at. Exactly. Turns out they both make cup of coffee. The big the big girls with green hair because it looks moldy. Mm. That's my wheelhouse right there, women. And that and that lip ring is going to make her look fifty pounds thinner. You know, I love a lip ring, and, and you to really set it off, give me an eyebrow piercing. <laughs> and you got to have baby doll tattooed on your neck too. Mm. Yeah. Or if you have some kind of old English or cursive writing on your neck, yes, it's just a bummer yes. fest, dude. I mean, or some shitty Chinese symbols on your uh, yes. forearms that say actually like donkey and yeah. uh, <laughs> it don't mean the shit that donkey, you cat, it did. donkey and catfish, you know. Because fucking Japan Carp. was just putting out tattoo books that are just totally fucking with us. Did you ever hear about that guy who got sued? That tattoo guy who got sued because he put like, like, the guy wanted like. I don't know. He was some Strength, dude. courage. So, so he was some muscle-bound douchebag who, uh, you know, wanted. To, I gotta have some Chinese lettering that says, right. you know, something how I'm so super strong and all this shit and courageous and all this stuff like that. Yeah, okay. You do roids and you hang out at the gym, right? right. And he put like like 
baby girl or something like that or you know queer or something like that on his tattoo yeah. so everybody could see and I guess a Chinese guy they, they, I guess some Chinese people were snickering at him or something like that like laughing at him he's like what and they're like so they told him what his tattoo said and when you come to find out yeah it said he was a complete like it said something completely not what he wanted and yeah he sued the tattoo guy did he win? yeah oh yeah yeah. That's hilarious. The guy could make an argument that, like, dude, that, that, that's what I thought. I mean, if I, was, if I was the judge, I'd be like, well, are you a douchebag? Yeah, right. Okay, you know? Was he a douchebag? Yes. Okay, well, then that's fine. What about the slide? I said, we got to give him his money back. Let's put it that. That's what I would say. I'd be like, you got to give him a refund, but other than that, we're just going to let it go. You know? No, I would I would order that he did a cover-up tattoo in right then and there. Sweet cover-up tattoo. What, like a little girl? But then, but then hide a dick in it somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta strategically give him a tattoo, hide a dick in it somewhere. Yeah. No, I, I just, you know, I just thought that was funny when I saw that. I just gave him the shit. It's great. Oh, God. And did you, oh, the Papa John's thing. Did you see that where he got busted for, what did he say? He's like, uh, something about Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders could say nigger or something like that, but I can't. Or something like that. And so that's why he got in trouble for. And so, like, I was listening to this other podcast. It was on live stream. They were talking about it. Oh, my God. They went off, like, giving alternate names for what Papa John's is going to be called and stuff like that. Oh, oh my God. I never laughed so hard in my life. And then somehow Wendy's got dragged into it. Not that Wendy's didn't do anything wrong. Right. But Wendy's PR person yeah, their social their, their media, social media is, pretty good. Is, is fucking, like, woke man you know it's pretty I mean, fucking hilarious it's great I, I i props to wendy's for their pr per social media person and they're like yeah now they're gonna have like a race war wendy's and you know stuff like that and, you know fuck oh, fuck papa john's people if you people really want a, a commercial low-grade pizza you should go to domino's especially <laughs> if you're in the brownsburg area i'll deliver it to you that's not an, that's an endorsement it is an endorsement our, our pizza for. is absolutely 100 percent worth what you pay for it what's your sandwiches and always go for the coupon section first. Find out what we have on special. Because he wants a bigger tip. I do. That's exactly why. More money for a tip. Exactly. I actually ate at the Cheddar's yesterday for the first time. Oh, gross. You didn't have the burger, did you? No, oh, I had the uh, country fried chicken. I can't remember that was good. It was good, actually. Yeah? Mm. I didn't mind Cheddar's too much. I've yeah. had good meals there. I've had bad meals. The one in South Bend. No, the service was terrible. Yeah. Service was crap, but the food was actually pretty good. It's not right. It's more of those gender studies uh, majors. Yeah. No, I think it was a, um, a welfare program. Oh, for sure. That's really good. Because uh, they had uh, you know, the one host, or the host, the one host was like a guy in a paraplegic or something. So football, it was weird. It was weird. Did he have a robot voice? I didn't even hear him speak. Oh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what was up with it. We didn't get that one. We got the super friendly one. Not really. She was no. She's like, uh huh. Mm-hmm. She obviously wanted to be there that day. And we're like, can we have a booze because we have a child with us? And we were taking care of the grandson. <laughs> when we can us. block that fucker in. And she's like. <clears throat> 
Oh, oh dear God, I'm asking you for a fucking gold bullion or something here, you know? Jesus Christ. Well. But it was okay. Some people just can't get motivated about their jobs. I imagine a host or hostess at uh, Chatters is probably hard to get motivated for. Well, then, oh, then they're like, they're like, recommended tip on your bill. And I'm like, quit recommending what I should pay in a goddamn tip. Oh, it's just their fucking I, point of sale system. No, no, here's the funny thing. Is that so? Like, I remember way back in the day, like, like when I was younger, like when I was in high school, tip 10%. That was like a normal, normal tip thing. Now, mind you, prices were lower back then, too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Then it was 15. Okay. Now they're all oh, we need 20%. Then I go to Cheddar's. Oh, no, you got to give 22. Our recommend is 22%. Recommended. I'm going to say, I don't, I mean, they gave you the 20, 22 and a half, and 25. Yeah, some shit like that, right. And I'm looking at it going, well, I can do math, so I don't need your fucking calculations. I'm not one of these boobs who can't fucking do math without a calculator, number one. Uh-huh. And number two, I'm just looking at it going, this is percentages we're talking about here. Like, the prices versus, like, 20 years ago have went up. So people are just going to take in more per percentage anyways. You know, and I just was laughing at it. I'm like, I'm like what, did pretty soon you're asking for, like, 50%? I actually have 50% tip. Now, I've given a 50% tip before. I've done it before when I've had fucking outstanding goddamn service. Sure. I had this one girl one day on a hundred dollar fucking meal between the two of us. She was fucking fantastic. I mean, this girl was spot on. And there was even a problem with our order, and it wasn't even her fault. Man, she fixed it, wrote off shit on our bill. Love good service. Like, I mean, she was fucking spot on. And I gave her, like, probably 40% tip. I didn't give her a $40 tip on a hundred dollar fucking because I was just like, I was just so fucking impressed with the service I got. Oh, yeah. I was just like, you are fucking spot on, girl. Take this, go have a nice dinner. <laughs> you know, type of thing. I just, you know, I mean, so I'm not one to sit here and say, I don't tip. I just don't like being told what I should tip. Because I also can give zero tip. It's just I a give... point of sale system, like the Domino's in-house point of sale system for carryout customers. The first thing they fucking ask you before you even swipe the card is how much you want to tip. Yeah. No tip or percentages. Like, you, they, came, they came to pick it up. Why the fuck would they tip? Well, that's the thing, too. And how, how they're wanting to Oh, you to didn't tip. fuck it up. Let me give you two bucks. Like, they're, they're wanting to tip for things that aren't generally... Like, okay, my biggest beef is, like, Cold Stone Creamery. Cold Stone. Okay? Right. These girls are getting paid, like, $9 an hour just to scoop ice cream out of a bin. It's not an intense job. It's just a high school job type of thing. Whatever it is. Sounds tough. You don't need a tip. You don't. I'm sorry, there's just not. It's like, it'd be like giving a tip to the Taco Bell, it's just like, Taco Sawyer. Right. You know, type of thing. You know, it used to be, especially with like pizza, pizza boys and, and, you know, servers and stuff like that. You know, I remember delivering pizzas. I only got paid like $2 an hour or some bullshit like that. I remember back in the day, I only paid like 2 bucks an hour and delivering pizzas. Yeah. But it's, all my money was really based off tips. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, all of it was. So I'd have nights where, I mean, it was Feaster Famine. You didn't pay mileage or anything? Uh, started to later on. Yeah. You know, but then again, gas was only eight months since the gallon. Right, right. But the car has only got 15 miles per gallon. No, I had a good, I had a <laughs> decent car. I had this little four-cylinder that got about 25 miles a gallon back then. Would you have the, you had the Duster, didn't you? Uh, well, I had the Turismo. And then I had, but I started off in a van, but I didn't deliver pieces in the van. No. And then I delivered pieces a bit in a Monte Carlo, 1980 Monte Carlo, that was a gas mm-hmm. one that had the engine was kind of souped up in it. And then I had the 
Chevy shit Liberty. Celebrity? Yeah. Oh, come on. That's but a it was a two-door. This thing was sweet, though, because it wasn't two-door. It wasn't the four-door celebrity. It actually was like the sport model celebrity. Nice. Of. It was really weird. I like it. It was. I'd never seen another one. It was kind of weird. My, I remember my dad got it for me. He's like, here, this is red fucking maroon. Kind of like a red with maroon interior. And uh, had a bench seat in the front, bench seat in the back. Uh, automatic. So here's a celebrity. Then I had the Daytona. And then I had, I uh, blew a lot of pieces in the total. And then I had a Chevy S10. I love that S10. It's a 1990 Chevy S10 stick, five speed, everything like that. I had it like three weeks. And some kid who just got his license rear ended me in a blast. It hit me at 45 miles an hour at a stoplight. Knocked me clear through the fucking intersection. Like all the way across. I hit another car. He, he hit me so hard. It hit another car, pushed into the intersection on the other side, on one side. Pushed me through to the other side, knocked my ass out, took the bed of my truck and bent it. Um, took then he went underneath my. He was he was driving a Dodge Colt, little old Colt, you know, like yeah, you know, shit bangers. And uh, it scraped the hood off of his, peeked it up yeah. like a teepee. <laughs> it fucking scraped the whole top of his engine off because I remember it was like pissing like fucking fluids yeah. out all the top Jeez. and stuff. Uh, I didn't. See, I said I remember I got I was punched him. I, my, I gained consciousness. Knock you out? Oh yeah, knock my ass out. From the whiplash. Yeah. How come they're still not paying you? And uh oh he did pay me. Yeah, and I ended up getting a hefty check for it. Nice. Um but he uh, uh I just got my license like two days ago and my mom's gonna kill me. I said, not if I don't first. <laughs> what do you mean, man? That's what he said. He said, What do you mean, man? I said, You just hit you just blasted my ass across the intersection of the red light. I said, you had to have been hauling fucking ass. Especially in that little car. I was only doing like 45. <laughs> I didn't see the light. <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm like, there's a big goddamn... Well, so son, these are fucking star. traffic lights here. Do they not cover that in your driving test? I, I, I should not get goddamn to the driving head. Shit happens. That's why you should be safe when you drive, young young children. When you get your license. Yeah, so they pretty much total almost totaled up the car and the truck. I still drove it for a long time with the bent bed and the fucking cracked exhaust. It actually did a lot less damage than I thought it was gonna do. How did it sound with the cracking zone? Like shit. Mm. You could hear it from a mile away. It sounded just like Lake Station. Little four cylinder fucking screaming away. Sounds nice. But that truck, when I first had it, was awesome to drive, man. It was so fucking great. I loved that little truck. If I could get another 1990 S10 five speed with the extended cab on it, you get one right now. I'd fucking get one. How about your truck out there, truck. man? Jesus Christ, that thing is a fucking gas hog. You'd complain about a paid-for hooker, wouldn't you? Well, if I didn't want it, I'd trade it in, but I'm not saying that. I mean, yeah, I'm not paying on it, but, like, it's just, it's a fucking gas hog. It's, like, $75 to fill a tank in it, and, like, like, it eats it. <laughs> like, it's it's like a, it's like a ghetto folk smoking crack, man. Yeah, like, like a V8 vortex engine or some shit. There's only a fucking V6 in that thing. Really? And it's still like it's like 20 on the highway. Like 14 in the city. It's like a four something, four liter V6. So the pistons are like that goddamn big in it. It's like the 
it's like the five something V8. They just chop two pistons off of it, and the V8 only gets one mile a gallon less on the highway, and one gallon less in the city, <laughs> and like thirty more or fifty more horsepower. Damn it. I mean, it's fine. It does. I don't drive a lot in the summer. Like I usually have a motorcycle or you know whatever yeah. it is. So. I think people are tuning out in mass. You think they already tuned out? Or you think we we have momentum still? We're talking. We're talking. Maybe we can break this up in sections. I'll break it up in a couple sections. Why? I don't know. Or put I'll put timestamps on it. How about that? Timestamps? Yeah. However, do you do that? Like on on the YouTube one, you just click on where you want to go for the top. Right? Hmm. Should we should we read some uh read some of our sponsors' notes? Sure. Okay, we don't have any fucking sponsors. Excellent. So, yeah, took care of that. Okay. Any 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 shout outs or fuck yous? Shout out to the Cubs. They're actually playing kind of well. <laughs> shout out to the Cubs. Uh. Yeah. I got a really cool shout out to Miskatonic Brewing in Illinois. I got a fucking sweet goddamn growler from there. Metal growler, like. Top. Where is that located? It's in the suburbs of Chicago. Yeah, it's in folks. the su- Trust me, if you like Cthulhu stuff, just look up Miskatonic Brewing. Ooh, really? Yeah. Mm. It's it, the, the, the the growler has like a Victorian like a silhouette of a Victorian lady on it, but there's yeah. like a tentacle coming out the back of her dress type mm. of thing, like you know Cthulhu esque type of stuff. Yeah. So I was like fucking sweet. My wife's even there. She's like, oh my god, we gotta get that. I'm like, I know. I'm like, we have to get that. So we got mm-hmm. a fucking growler from it. Did you get a fill? Oh, yeah. The fill was free with the growler. The growler was like 60 bucks because it's a metal insulated, yeah. full 64-ounce growler. But it was well worth it. Because um, I, I, And that's why I have a collection of metal growlers growing now. I got my yeah. I got my 40. Did you get one of Devil's Trumpets? I, yeah, I have a metal one. I have a 32-ounce from Devil's yeah. Trumpet. I have a 64-ounce barrel growler metal one from Cultivate, which isn't there anymore. It was up in Michigan, right? Oh, I know exactly where Cultivate is, right? In, uh, it's, it's in Bridgman. By, by Barry, yeah, kind yeah. of by, yeah. It's right, right down the road from Transient and uh, Tapas. Yeah, but it doesn't exist anymore. Oh, I know, I know. It's getting, uh, it's, there's a new people coming in to take it. Okay, because I know it, like, closed up mysteriously. There was some weird shit that, I, was, I read an article, some weird shit went on with that, like, they don't know some owners, yeah, like my buddy is uh, father-in-law owns a farm up there. He does. Uh, he does. Uh, he has a vineyard up there, and they do fucking. I liked the place. It was cool. They had a nice right there. They had a nice section. Oh yeah, I went there and yeah. I enjoyed their beers. They had good beers. Yeah. I heard what it was is what kind of like the owners kind of bought it for maybe like their son or a relative or something. And that person really didn't know what the fuck they were doing brewing, yeah. and uh, he just lost interest once he figured out all the work that brewing. Running a brewery, yeah. but the chick they had brewing there—I forget her name—but she she made some good beers, man. So there, you know that uh, that there, and then I got my like some my forty ounces from Stone. Uh, Shout out to uh, Purpose Brewing in Fort Collins, Colorado. The owner and brewmaster is from New Belgium Brewing, and he's actually from fucking Belgium too. They were super excited wearing their Belgian. Belgium jerseys or whatever the fucking call shirts in Belgium when soccer players wear them. Their kit or whatever. But man, they have uh, basically just a rotating tap of four beers. They just have four taps and they're all like big hitters. So we just got, each got the flight, man. And they had some good shit. One inspired by a street taco. You wouldn't believe how good this beer was. It's fucking good. Man. Another good place, uh, Hop Lore. Hop Lore? Hop Lore out by um, uh, Warsaw. 
Indiana. Warsaw. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's like you could take 30 to 10. Or Lots of Polish people there. And, and you go up Warsaw. You go up north there. I think it's, I think it's on 10 or 15. 15 is what it is. And it's like out in like next to some grain uh, elevators and in an old like mill building type of thing, an old grain mill building. And uh, I'll tell you what, the, the beer was good, the service was cool. Um, they were playing the whole fucking like. Service was cool where they come up in like leather Fonz jackets, like, hey, what do you want to do? No, no, I mean, they were like friendly and nice okay. and, and shit like that. Right. Uh, you know, they had a big projector in there in the one area because it's kind of set up in like broken up in areas, you know, type of yeah. thing. And we were sitting at the bar, but he's like, I was like, oh, I'll put something on the projector. Because I came in and the music was good right off the bat. That's they cool. had like old school Queens of the Stone Age off of like, you know, uh, my favorite Queens of the Stone Age song was played and nobody knows it. The Bronze, and it was off their first EP and that was what was played. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm like, okay, this is good. I'm not hearing some shitty folk music. The folk music came later, by the way. Huh. Um, but then they had a, a projector up there and they were like, oh yeah. He's like, he's like oh, I'm going to put on some other He's like, yeah, I'm gonna put on the Twilight Zone from season one, episode one, and just play it all the way throughout. Nice. And I'm just like, I'm like, okay, I can deal with this. The only downside was, I don't want to say it's a downside, is I hate this kind of music. But they had a mental health benefit going on later on, and they had live musicians. But they got like a really small stage, you know, generally for somebody with a pair of bongos and a guitar. Yeah. So they had the acoustic guitar person who sings come up, and they all do the same shit. They all do their folk songs and their renditions of stuff. And it was a benefit? It was a benefit. Now, were the actual performers the ones who were mentally challenged? No. Ah, I was going to say, it could have been a treat. No. no could have been nice. I mean, the first, we, only, we only were there for part of the first, the first girl. She was a big girl who had a, you know, with the guitar. She had a nice voice, very nice voice. Well, Just her. from never hearing her, I'm going to say she does not make it. Because you said she's a big girl. And no, she had a very yeah. nice voice, but her song selection is not my cup of tea because mm-hmm. I don't like that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. I was just kind of like then I was irritated because I'm like going from good music to like shit I don't like and I'm like no stop but other than that it was a great brewery I, I recommend yeah. it check it out good if you're ever out going towards Fort Wayne probably won't be I try not to yeah. I'm going to say it was good might be a drive through thing if I'm going up to Dark and Horse then, well, we went to Ortho City Brewing but their beers were okay like I mean nothing to write home about they brought but the food was good they had barbecue there I had a pork, I had a smoked pork burger. It was good. Yeah? I don't know if I can agree with that. Oh, no. I didn't think so either. I said, I don't know, now I'm going to get this like, patty of pork and I'm going to have another fuck, you know, type of thing. And then I ate it. And it was a different story. It was seasoned, like the way it was seasoned and smoked and everything like that. It was just, it was... Mike's been going to a lot of breweries, I see. It's really good chance. Yeah. One day, my one day a month, I get to go off the of the so I make sure we go away from here because I'm tired of the same old, same old. Yeah. Any, any, anybody you're pissed off with? Any businesses? Any, any singular person? No, no fuck yous? No. You'd be fucking to the state of Kansas. You're so boring to fucking drive through. Can you plant some fucking trees or something? Or just something? Nebraska ain't much better either. Put some herds of fucking buffalo out there or something, man. People it's make so fun boring. People it's make so fun. long. It's like four fucking miles and shit. Yeah, people make fun of like, Oklahoma. But at least when you're driving through Oklahoma, some parts, there's like cool like animals that they people have out there and it gets mm-hmm. hilly at certain points, you know, type of thing. Probably rodeos and shit going you on know? on the side of the street. But yeah, Kansas is a pancake from one side to the other. Same thing with Nebraska. Oh, it's hilly. 
out right outside of the fucking Missouri, but it gets flat quick. Well, well, you know, one shout out to him. You let us drive 75 on your highway, so that's nice. On your section of the interstate there. So. So Texas. Not a total fuck you. I've never been to Texas, man. What? I don't have a passport. You have a passport? Oh, you don't? It's not the People's Republic of Texas anymore. They welcome all kinds. Oh, okay. All, all kinds? You sure? There's a lot of illegals down there, a lot of mangs. A lot of mangs. Are there any Swedish people? Actually, there's a German town. German town? That yeah. sounds... I went to a German restaurant. That sounds dangerous. I, I, went to, I went to the middle of a German restaurant. It was, no, it was all a bunch of World War II POWs who ended up like staying in that area because they were like, we don't want to go back. It's nice here. Mm-hmm. I understand. And I went to a German restaurant there. It was very good. I can't believe you don't have anything, anybody to say fuck you to. It's odd for you. I'm trying to think, do I have anything to say shit to talk shit about? No, I don't. Like, I'm actually quite, like, like, I've just been busy and, like, but nothing's, like, really, like, just pissed me off. It's a very positive podcast. You know? I just, things have been going okay, I guess. Good. Well, fuck you to the weather. I've had to scrap my fucking flying time two times. You knew this was happening. To these fuckers. <clears throat> and then yesterday I'm like, I'm gonna go flying at eight o'clock in the morning because like first thing I come back get my shit done, do my stuff. No, like thunderstorms. Then I sat there and it sprinkled a little bit. I never thunderstorm. But if I would have went up, it would have fucked. I would have shoot out of the goddamn sky. Dude, in the Midwest, I think there's like a from like May, yeah, yeah, May through like mid September. There's a chance of thunderstorms. No, literally there was like red blobs like all around us, but they never hit where I was. Right. Where I was like, oh, like fuck. I'm flying to one of the motherfuckers one time, man. What? See what you can do. Oh, if I want to die. Oh, that, that's death. That's, yeah, and especially in, like, those airplanes. Like, like any airplane, it's not good to fly through a thunderstorm. It's not recommended. Uh, and, it's, like, with the wind shear and stuff like that, it'll fuck you. It'll tear the airplane apart. Nice. Yeah. I just read an NTSB article about a guy who flew into a thunderstorm and ended up in the desert morning. Just get ready to hit the jack button, man. Oh, those planes don't have a jacks. So. Yeah, I don't think so. Generally, they glide to the ground pretty good, so you don't need one. But then if it tears your airplane apart, you can decide to fly into like 100 mile an hour winds and wind shear. You mean if you lose a wing, you can't fly that thing right? I did see a video of a guy who lost a fucking wing and ended up landing the airplane. Now, I think there was one part skill. That was Jesus. There was one part skill, because I can tell you this, you can tell the guy was maneuvering it in a way to try to get it, but there was also like a hundred parts fucking luck on top of yeah. it. I would say 2% luck and then 97 or 98 Jesus. Because the guy, I don't know how he did it, he actually like got it to where it like, like flipped like to a point where he could kind of slightly get enough lift. Was it in the air show or something? It was at an air show, yes. Yeah, I saw that video. And he ended up landing it. And, and the people thought it was part of the act. It ended up it wasn't. Like, People are fucking retards. Yeah. Most of the time you lose a wing, you lose your life. Yeah. You know, type of thing. I'm sure the ejectable. Or a parachute. Some of these old new airplanes have parachutes on them. So really? if something goes wrong, you just hit the parachute and the whole airplane goes down. You know? Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Like a lot of the Cirruses, and you can get them for like the Cessnas and shit like that. They just, it's a huge fucking parachute that just blows off the back and just you kill the engine and slow her down, stall her out, or get close to stall and blow the uh, parachute out and she just goes to the ground. Since we're talking about plane wrecks, let's let's circle back to that idea of uh, doing guided tours. So okay. You buy the plane and then I'll, I'll, I'll get good at fishing. Okay, okay hold on. Let me, uh, 
I got the hard part, obviously. If, yeah, if we want to do uh, tours, I'm going to have to find about a half a million dollars for a nice airplane. Nice. About nice. Well, something that can get us back and forth to like Canada, Michigan, and land on water and carry people. And mm -hmm. I'm not talking a two seater or a four seater. Need room for gear. All right, plane expert. We need like a used Cessna caravan with some floats on the fucker. So probably like around half a million. Half a million? 500000 600000 for a 20 year old one. What's the collateral? What collateral? Mm -hmm. Your home, all your vehicles. I don't still think about it at all. My house is a shit bowl. It's oh. not worth much. Not that it's a shit bowl. My name is a shit bowl. My house isn't like. As we've heard country. in the previous podcast, it's constantly being improved. I'm trying to get it to a point where my shit's fixed. Did you build a studio? Um, I get time. We are never new when we're sitting here 30 years from now. I have structural things I have to fix on the house <laughs> that went bad in last year. Like, my house for, like, a bunch of years was, like, great. Like, didn't have anything go wrong. And, like, in the last three years, everything went wrong. Structural things. So, build the studio first. That way we have more motivation to protect the studio from... No, I have a motivation. I have a motivation to fix the structural things so I can sell it and get the fuck out of it. Trying to move the Hebron? Just not in not in uh -huh. town. I don't want to be in town. I don't want to get anywhere near it. I'm not in town actually. I am in county. But I'm only nine hundred feet out of county. You wanna buy this house when you move to Colorado? No. Hmm? Some incorporated, dude. No. I want some more I wanna Shoot your gun out back. Yeah, I know. I don't know what I want to do when I get through it. Oh well. I thought about just buying a plot, like out in the nowhere, having like a townhome, like inside, you know, like a, like a condo, and then having like some land where I could put like a barn on it. So like just my little shithole out there, you know, just cheap, buy a few acres, and have my little slot. So my wife isn't even around. Right? So, like, if I go out back shooting, she's not pissing them on me. Okay. You know, and I have a barn in the phone, you know, and that's just like my little slice of hell. Okay, what you're looking for is about 20 acres. Yeah, I'd like to have a long 20 so I could, like, land an airplane on it. Yeah. Look into the port. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff out by, like, New Prairie and shit like that. Yeah. But that means a haul for her driving and she works in Chicago, so. I don't have to worry about the land. <laughs> she spends the most and makes the least, so yeah. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this. I can't imagine she does. It's just the truth. It's not a derogatory thing, it's just the truth. But it's just because she does the grocery shopping, folks. She doesn't do that. Okay, it's not because of that, I'm sorry. Can we wrap it up? Yes. Right. Later, Fox. Goodbye.